This is the San Francisco Experience with your host, Jim Herlihy. Season 5, Episode 13, COVID-19 Vaccine, The Cure at Last. Pfizer, the American pharmaceutical giant, and its German partner, BioNTech, issued a press release Monday, November 9, 2020, regarding their COVID-19 vaccine. In short, the news the world has been eagerly awaiting since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic was at hand. Their jointly developed vaccine, one of 10 which are being developed by a host of pharmaceutical companies globally, proved to be 90% effective in clinical trials involving 43,538 participants across the globe. The stock market, which has been anticipating good news on the COVID front, soared. The bellwether Dow Jones average climbed 1,300 points, reaching record highs greater than 29,000 points. The euphoria in the financial markets was matched by excited optimism on the part of most Americans who have seen daily new cases top 125,000, with 10 million Americans having contracted the coronavirus since January 2020, and unfortunately, more than 250,000 fatalities. Who could blame the public for taking a moment to celebrate a welcome piece of good news on the pandemic front as we enter what President-elect Biden has described as, quote, a long, dark winter, unquote. In today's podcast, we'll take a closer look at the Pfizer results and answer some of your questions regarding the new vaccine. It was fitting that the 150-year-old pharmaceutical giant, Pfizer, based in New York, teamed up with startup German biotech company, BioNTech. Pfizer has long applied science and its own global resources to bring therapies to people that extend and improve their lives. And it should be noted that Pfizer and BioNTech did not actually accept any money from the U.S. government for development of this vaccine. But more about that later in the podcast. While we are excited that scientists have developed a vaccine that can prevent COVID-19, there are still many questions regarding how much protection it offers, for how long, and for whom. But there was no doubt about the excitement of being first, with Pfizer reporting on the final round of human testing. Yes, Pfizer scientists have demonstrated that their vaccine can prevent COVID-19. It is the first such discovery 
And we should all stop and pause for a moment about this, this great development, because the entire planet has been at the mercy of COVID-19, and we've been left to measures such as social distancing and wearing masks to protect ourselves against COVID-19. But here, Pfizer has harnessed cutting-edge science to come up with a vaccine which will prevent patients from contracting COVID-19. The highly infectious strain of influenza, COVID-19, was first observed in Wuhan, China, and it's raged across the globe throughout 2020, shutting down our economies, forcing us to stay at home, and changing the lives of almost every person on the planet in one way or another. We cannot underestimate the vast economic, social, mental, spiritual impacts this plague has wrought around the globe. And new cases continue to surge in Europe and the United States as winter sets in. This vaccine and its 90% effective rate offers the first real promise of conquering this coronavirus globally. But first, the science behind the new vaccine and the fast response by science to develop a vaccine in less than 12 months. Keep in mind that the polio vaccine, which became widely available in the United States in 1955, took 25 years to develop, 25 years. Whereas today, science in the space of less than 12 months, and Pfizer in particular, has come up with a vaccine to conquer COVID-19. The traditional methods for vaccine development would likely have never produced a result so fast as the Pfizer-BioNTech result. The Pfizer vaccine consists of molecular instructions in the form of messenger RNA for human cells to make the coronavirus spike protein, the immune system's key target for this type of virus. Two doses of the vaccine are required, and they showed promise in animal studies. Next, the Pfizer scientist began to give the vaccine to large numbers of people, there were volunteers, who were followed for weeks and months to see if they became infected and symptomatic. Those results were then compared for participants given a placebo. In the Pfizer study, 94 cases of COVID-19 developed among the 43,538 participants, showing that the vaccine was way more than 90% effective at preventing the disease. Just to give you a sense of comparison, 
our annual flu shot is between 40 and 60% effective against the annual strain of flu. But the Pfizer vaccine against COVID-19 is more than 90% effective. To just put it in perspective and to understand what a significant development this Pfizer vaccine truly is. 50% effectiveness is the threshold that the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, and the FDA is the body which approves new drugs, 50% effectiveness is required for a coronavirus vaccine to be approved for emergency use. This Pfizer vaccine has a significantly higher effective rate, almost two times that required level, at 90%. So it clears the FDA requirement without question. But there are many questions yet to be answered about this vaccine. For instance, does the vaccine protect against mild cases or more severe ones? Further, can it prevent the transmission of COVID-19? What the vaccine does right now, it prevents you, the individual, from contracting COVID-19, but, but can it prevent you from transmitting COVID-19 to another victim? We don't know. A transmission-blocking vaccine could speed up the end of the pandemic, so that's a question mark. We don't know if the Pfizer vaccine has that capability or not. Also, how long will the immunity last? The immunity that this vaccine is going to give us, how long will that immunity last? Will it be 12 months? Will it be 24 months? Will it be a lifetime? We don't know yet. Let's start with some basic questions about this vaccine, such as safety. Who will get it first? When will the general public get it? And is the trial complete? Does it work for older people and children? And most importantly, can we stop wearing our masks? So far, Pfizer has reported no serious safety concerns from the vaccine, which is a great piece of news. Before they ran the large clinical trials, they ran tighter, smaller trials beginning in May 2020. They were specifically designed, those small trials, they were specifically designed to detect warning signs about the vaccine's safety. Pfizer, therefore, tried out four versions of its vaccine, testing for side effects such as fever and fatigue. And of the four that the vaccines that they tested, they chose the one which had the fewest side effects. If the FDA gives the green light to distribute to millions of people, and we assume that they will, the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, will monitor it to be sure that there are no rarer side effects. And participants in the trial will be monitored for two years going forward. Pfizer plans to have 30 to 40 million doses of its new vaccine ready by December 31st, 2020. And that would be enough for 15 to 20 million people 
given the fact that it's a two-dose regimen. You have to have two doses of this vaccine uh, with a week or two in between each shot for it to be effective. While a hierarchy of recipients is still in development, those at higher risk, such as healthcare workers, emergency workers, doctors, nurses, emergency medical technicians, hospital workers, worker um, staff within the hospital, clerical staff, as cleaning staff, etc., those who are at the highest risk would be the ones at the top of the hierarchy to receive, to be among the first to receive the vaccine. And secondly, the most at-risk populations could also be among the top recipients, the first recipients of this new vaccine. Pfizer estimates that it can ramp up production of this vaccine to 1.3 billion doses per year. A very impressive number would certainly meet the needs of, say, the United States and Europe, but 1.3 billion doses, which equates to 750 million people, is only a fraction of the population of the, the world. In fact, it's, a, it's about uh, 12 to 15%. So Pfizer cannot, um, Pfizer at a 1.3 billion dose manufacturing level per year can't meet the global demand. The general public would not likely be among the first and early recipients, but Pfizer plans to apply to the FDA for emergency use in the third week of November, which is next week. So it's moving, so Pfizer is moving very quickly. The trial, which I mentioned earlier, will continue until 164 cases of COVID-19 are detected among the original test group. And among the original test group, there were 94 cases of COVID. They don't know whether that was a result of the placebo or a failure of the vaccine to work. There were 94 such cases out of a total of 43,538 participants. Once Pfizer reaches 164 cases of COVID-19 out of that initial trial group, then that trial will be complete. While those who are 65 and older participated in the trial group, Pfizer has not broken out the results for that for seniors, um, which of course they are a high uh, a high risk group. So we don't know the specific results for 65 and older. Also, young children were not included in the trial group since 18 was the cutoff age for participating in the trial. However, in September, Pfizer opened up the test group to 16-year-olds, and by October, they had begun a new trial for children as young as 12. So at this point, the trial for children is still underway, and again, we don't have definitive results for children. Unlike AstraZeneca and Moderna, which are also developing vaccines using the mRNA genetic model, Pfizer did not accept federal funding, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast. 
they did not accept federal funding to help develop or manufacture the vaccine. However, Pfizer is part of the distribution strategy of the federal government, which is called Operation Warp Speed, which is designed to deliver 100 million doses of vaccine to the market by drawing on U.S. Army and U.S. logistical, U.S. government logistical capabilities to deliver those doses around the country. There are now 10 other vaccines in late-stage trials around the world. With the Pfizer result announced on November 9th, encouraging results are expected from other researchers, especially those who are using the same mRNA technique as Pfizer has used. In summary, the genetic molecule RNA causes our own cells to make a viral protein. Our immune systems encounter a protein and make antibodies and immune cells that recognize the protein quickly and deliver a swift attack. Moderna is in late stage trials with its own mRNA vaccine. So stand by for hopefully some good news from Moderna fairly soon. Research on other mRNA vaccines are underway in China, England, India, Singapore, South Korea, and Thailand. If these other mRNA projects are successful and are brought to market quickly, we could see a rapid containment of the COVID-19 pandemic during 2021. Global health and welfare would correspondingly improve dramatically as a result. Pfizer, of course, cannot meet the global demand for a vaccine by itself, so it's good to see that other countries around the globe, in Europe and in Asia, have their own mRNA projects underway. Estimates are that by the second or third quarter of 2021, we should see widespread availability of the Pfizer and similar vaccines here in the United States, throughout Europe, and throughout the world, resulting in a dramatic slowing of the COVID-19 positivity rates. Of course, until that time, mask wearing, social distancing, and other anti-COVID measures will continue to be strictly observed. To paraphrase Winston Churchill, it is not the end, nor is it the beginning of the end, but it is the end of the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. My sources for today's podcast include the Pfizer news release, nature.com, and the New York Times. This is the San Francisco Experience with your host, Jim Herlihy, reporting from America's favorite city, San Francisco.